Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Chris, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading for today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and to be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, all that He is doing, and all that He will do. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray that you would guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our lives, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, I pray that as we open up your word, together this morning that you would lead us you would teach us you would show us your glory let us see your kingdom jesus be exalted let us know more of you come and meet with us lord draw near to us today we pray and may your kingdom come today we're going to be reading from john chapter 12 verses 1 through 36 Six days before the Passover, Jesus therefore came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at the table. Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and give it to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. And having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone, so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. For the poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. When the large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came, not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. The next day, the large crowd that had come to the feast heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. 
So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me, and where I am, there will my servant be also. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out, and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As a reflection of this passage, I love the fact that this crowd that saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead was alongside Jesus coming in to Jerusalem. And they were continuing to bear witness about what they had seen and what they had heard. So much so that the Pharisees said to one another, look, the world has gone after Jesus. Prior to this, the chief priests wanted to kill Lazarus, the man that Jesus had raised from the dead. Their thoughts were that on account of Lazarus, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. Lazarus was a recipient of a resurrected life given to him by Jesus. On the one hand, he was the object of scorn by some who wanted him and his testimony dead. On the other hand, 
other people couldn't help but point him out and share his story. We shouldn't be surprised by these two things in our own lives. That some people want to see us fail and our testimony of what Jesus has done silenced rather than see others believe. Number two, that the impact of the testimony of our story and the story of others regarding the grace, power, and salvation in Jesus Christ is far-reaching, leading the world to go to Jesus. So here's two questions to consider in reflection of this passage and in response. Have you allowed the fear of what others think or what they can say or what they can do to silence your testimony of who Jesus is and what he has done. And another question, do you know the story of what Jesus has done in the lives of others around you enough that you can continue to bear witness of Christ's work in their lives? Lord Jesus, I ask that you would help us, Lord, to know the reality that there's persecution around us. Lazarus was raised up from the dead by you, and they still wanted to kill him. They, they wanted to silence him. Uh, they didn't want him to be used so that other people could know about you. And so I pray, Lord, that uh, whatever it is, Lord, that we're allowing to silence our testimony of you, Lord, that you would give us boldness in the midst of that. Give us courage. 
Give us peace. Lord, fill us with the joy of your salvation that we may proclaim and not be silenced, Lord. And Lord, help us to learn, Lord, the, the testimony of those around us who have been saved by your grace, that we can proclaim that, Lord, and that others around us can say, man, the world is going after Jesus because of all these stories of lives being turned around and saved by the power of your good news, Lord. So we ask that you will be glorified in every single one of our testimonies, not for our name's sake, Lord, but for your name's sake, for your kingdom. We pray this in your holy name, Jesus. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.